welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello. Hi, Broads. How's it going? Welcome to our new scenery. If you're turning in on the YouTube, we're having a little, you know, vacay time. I hope people aren't tuning in on the YouTube because my hair is going crazy right now and we don't have the second. I I noticed that normally my headphones cover my crazy hair situation. (laughs) If my hair is greasy, the headphones like keep it at bay. Exactly. But you look great. Thank you. People always ask, they're like, how do you style your hair? And the truth is I don't. And then I just only post when I'm having a good hair day. So that's the thing. Why post any other time? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just on the, I'm just at the whims of my, whatever my hair decides to do. I'm going to start posting only greasy hair. There you go. Pro grease. Release it Wednesday. Just do yeah. greasy hair Wednesday. I'm a little bit of a grease ball. Well, I do the no poo. I don't shampoo. I just condition. Okay. Okay. Which right now does not represent it well because <laughs> we went to the beach yesterday and I haven't washed yes. my hair since I went in the ocean. Yes. So it's very like, oh, great. I just spilled water everywhere. Just kick it off. There's oh. no cord. So I think we're fine. We're all um, good. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So obviously a little bit of a change of pace over here since, you know, what was it? The NBA or something decided to, or yeah. some college game decided to interrupt that. our bachelor. Make us wait bachelor. another freaking day. How dare you? Um, but so obviously you're listening to this Wednesday, potentially Wednesday morning, um, which also means that another episode uh, or another podcast, including us is coming out, out today. today. Yes. Yeah. So we are very easily bought, and uh, <laughs> basically Nick was like, hey, I've been wanting to have you guys on the podcast. Like, it yeah. just didn't work out with scheduling. Do you guys want to come on? And, of course, we were like, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, <laughs> it, you know, I would say please listen. I um, thought it, was, it went really well. It was great. You guys, you know, obviously our first um, podcast with him, some of our broads thought that it wasn't so... Well, he has, done a, he has done a way better job at not interrupting because I know people have said that. Yeah. He, you can really tell that he's really like he was really working on he was hearing us out. Yes. He was very. Yeah. Critical I got I, we have to give, we have it, to give the guy major props. Um, yeah. And he also didn't sound like he was bored. And I will say that he did say that he had been he had been like on set for something all day when he came to our house. Yeah. People were saying he sounded bored it was on late our at episode. Night. Yeah. So anyway. He actually really did change my opinion when we went on his on his on his episode. It was great. Yeah, I'm really was, excited. For I had you guys a blast. I'm excited. I, I honestly, I would do it again. Yeah, no, I would no too. Problem. And I think he's just. I think. I think he's kind of like can be shy, like kind of shy and kind I of think awkward. So maybe too. Because I felt like when we were recording in his studio, he just seemed like he was more at ease, yeah, like more comfortable. And he had, and he had uh, his producer and then his good friend, Shug, and it seemed like maybe around his friends that he was... More himself. Yeah, he seemed more comfortable. And more relaxed. Yeah. So... We had a great time. So, you know, support the man. Yeah, and also we're going to be plugging the shit out of his oils because he actually, like... We can't really get into it, but he sort of redeemed himself by kind of having our... He, he, the, the man has had our back and our backs in a few circumstances yeah. and we super appreciate it. Um, and on top of it, he, on his own accord, just sent us some oils yeah. um, just as a gift. And then Becca and I were like, holy shit, these are really good. Oh no, I'm obsessed. So we wanted to show him our love. This is not an ad. We're genuinely just saying we appreciate him and his oils are 
bomb. Yeah. If you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, natural habits. Natural habits oils. They have little roll-ons, which I actually brought one in my makeup bag here. It's, yeah. And I use it for headaches. And then he also has the diffusers yeah. and oil kits, um, which Father's Day is this weekend. So it's a great, I got my dad one for Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and this was before like we were even chatted with him and yeah. had the podcast and I was just like, man, you know what? Like Nick or not, the, the, the man's got good, good essential oils, all <laughs> USDA yeah. organic. So, yeah. yeah. So anyways, um, check that out. Great Father's Day gift. Again, this is not check an out ad. his podcast too. his podcast with us and he, the podcast in general. He had a great interview with Hannah. And so, yeah. So broads, um, I know <laughs> we might get... <laughs> We, might get- we are so ridiculous. We are really so like, no, I mean, I don't think we're wishy-washy, but it's just like, I, I, I allow my mind to be changed about people and just like in a number of different ways, not just us but going on this podcast. But we also didn't like hate the guy. That's true. It was just more like, that was kind of awkward and we were a little bummed out. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. You know you're what right, I mean? You're right, you're but right. But we always like, I don't know. And then after the past couple of weeks when we just, you know, see, see a lovely side of, um, of Nick and... So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Call us wishy-washy, but we appreciate him, and yeah. Yeah, and all. regardless, we still had a damn good episode this week. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so, yeah. moving on. Anything else that, to discuss? Um, our oh, li- yeah. the event. The live event coming yes. up. Yes, we posted about it on our Instagram, so go ahead and check it out. We'll continue to post about it, but we have an event coming up with the app Peanut, which is an app that Becca has spoke to- spoke about spoken about yeah. <laughs> so it's a networking app for moms it's sort of like tinder but for moms in your area you can be pregnant you can be whatever and it'll like match it with other moms that have children the same age so yeah. if you are pregnant it can match you with other pregnant moms other moms with two-year-olds whatever and especially if you're moving to a new place or if you just don't have any fellow mom friends it's awesome. You can also like customize um, what things you like. So mm-hmm. you're like, I'm a wine mom who doesn't like to leave the house, and it'll pair you with other wine moms I who don't love like to leave the house. That. It's like that kind of thing. It's so. it's a really incredible app. And so we're doing a um, a live podcast with them. I mean, Becca and I are just doing it ourselves, but they're sponsoring the event, and it's, it's totally free. It's completely free. It's at the Line Hotel, which is dope in downtown well koreatown los angeles and there's going to be food drinks i mean this is going to be like a little brunchy brunch uh, live podcast event 10 a.m june 22nd and we posted about it and the tickets practically sold out so they're adding a few more spots yeah it is is, free but you just have to reserve your spot because it's limited is is it's limited and the tickets are going very fast so if you want it go ahead and literally go to our instagram right now to find information on that because I I am pretty sure by the end of this week, there will be no more spots, if not the end of today. Yes. So that's another thing. Mm -hmm. One more housekeeping. Uh, Since this is coming out today, Wednesday, that means Mm -hmm. tomorrow our next episode is coming out. So we're going to have back-to-back episodes. I think we're going to probably drop it Friday. Okay. To give people a hot minute to listen then to Nick's episode too. True. Either way, um, we're going to have a really great episode this week and I'm going to be kind of doing like a little interview with Jess and her husband. If you've ever been curious about their story, uh, I'm curious because I actually don't know that much and we're just going to talk about 
how to make long-term relationships work, the real ups and downs, and uh, get into all of that. So that should be really fun and interesting. I'm excited. And And if I have a long tail together. Yeah. And also, if people haven't listened to any of the episodes with Evan, Jess's husband, he's absolutely hilarious. And I think, if anything, you'll get a kick out of him being on. He's a doll. He's he's a real doll. He's a real gem. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Okay, let's just get into this. Let's hop in. Uh, Well, before before we hop in, I, I... we have to we have to take a minute okay because as we've said before about this bachelorette season it's packed with athletics i mean let's talk about the scottish ceremony thing that happened oh yeah not to mention just very athletic men yeah just so much the the athletics are are just pouring out of every orifice this season and it makes (sighs) me think about one of our amazing partners open fit open fit takes all of the complexity out of getting fit it's a brand new super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day yeah and when i'm not able to get to the gym i'm able to get my workout in my own home baby ruth is in her bouncer next to me i can access all sorts of amazing trainers and classes through open fit anything from relaxing yoga to a tough mudder style workout with four-time mudder champion hunter mcintyre Ooh, hunter um <laughs> also don't forget my personal favorite the 600 second aka a high intensity 10 minute workout oh 10 minutes praise yes with trainer devin wiggs forget all the complexity and stress around getting fit and just press play and work out in your are on your schedule you can access anytime anywhere on your computer web enabled tv especially when you're on vacation this is so handy so handy in your hotel room yeah through your smartphone smartphone through your (laughs) smartphone and roku it really couldn't be more convenient and all the workouts are actually a lot of fun yeah and open fit has changed the way we work out And with our code chatty, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Just use code chatty and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days if that's your goal, or just focus on a healthier you, a you that's going to be there for a long time for your kids, your grandkids. Uh, So when you text chatty to 30 30 30 that's three zero three zero three zero you can get full access to open fit all the workouts and nutrition information totally free again just text chatty to 30 30 30 standard message and data rates may apply data rates data rates i never know data data, data, data tomato root, tomato root route i, I mean one of those things. the english language am i right <laughs> crazy uh all right oh man becca I, this was like one of the, I think this is like the best episode I, of the seasons. So I just, far. I'm just, I'm going to say it every single time. I'm obsessed with this season. It's really, really good. And I have nothing, I have nothing to say I against know so it. Many it's people, amazing. Yeah. I know so many people who wouldn't like, who don't want to watch this season because they're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about Hannah. If you're listening right now, start watching the season. Well, also it's never about the lead. That's it's never true. about the lead. It's always about the people who are on it that make it so interesting. And this That's season's no exception. The men are so crazy, wonderful. We got a lot of dynamics, baby. Yeah. Lots it's of It's just dynamics. interesting. That's yeah. what it comes down to. It's just interesting. And the men are interesting. Oh, yeah. And that's what I said about Luke P. Call him whatever you want to, but the man is very interesting. He is Fa- a fascinating specimen of a human being. I don't want him off my screen anytime soon. I don't. But again, 
I'm nervous about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, paradise. Thing. Yes. Let's yes. let's just hop right into yes. it. So we ended the last episode and then began this episode um, with the the full Luke S. Luke P. showdown confrontation confrontation situation. And then Hannah pulls him aside. Yes. That's how, that's and that's how, how that's off. yeah. That's how Which, it's left off. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's probably prompted, but I'm like, why? Why would you do this? It's why remove them from the other men? I would want to have a full. That's true. Like I would want to just sit there and watch them hash it out and see what the other guys have exactly, to say. Exactly, that's the thing. That's like such a good way to see how other men handle confrontation. Because you know, if ten other people are in the room and they're all like, "No, Luke P. Mm-hmm. No, Luke P. We saw you." Like then you're like, "Okay, right." And then you also are able to see like, oh. Does Mike, for instance, handle confrontation well? Does Garrett yeah. handle confrontation well? That's true. I have yeah, no, instead she took him aside, and then Luke P. was just able to continue doing his his weird stuff. What I don't get is that, like, Luke P. was lying. I didn't understand why Luke S. didn't call him out on his lie and just be like, "You're bro, you're lying. Well, I mean, he kind of did. I suppose, yeah. But I, I have to say that, Well, no, but I mean, like, okay, this is my specific example. Luke P, remember when he was standing in front of everyone and Luke S asked him, do you think I am here for the wrong reasons? And Luke P looked him dead in the eyes and said, no. Right. Then when they were sitting in front of Hannah, Luke P goes, I don't believe you're here for the right reasons. If I was Luke S, I would have been like, bro, I asked you in front of anyone. I would be like, Hannah, go ask any one of those guys. Luke P said in front of all of us that he thinks I'm here for the right reasons. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, that's why I I was like, that's why I would have wanted the other guys. If Hannah would have pulled me aside, I would have been Luke S. I would have kindly declined and been like i would like to have this showdown <laughs> in front of all my friends because all my supporters yeah exactly because yeah. not a damn human being in that house has any sort of compassion mm. or love in their hearts for luke p no none at all um jed made a comment he said like very confidently that luke p will do anything to rise up pull anyone down He's not a good dude. He's proven it again and again. And I noticed... So dramatic, but so true. So dramatic. I noticed in this episode, a lot of the men made comments where... Because I kept thinking like, okay, this, there's been this one situation that's been, you know, uh, problematic where you're seeing Luke P. lie. But I keep going, that's it. And I noticed in this episode, all the guys kept saying over and over again mm-hmm. that this has happened time and time again. So I'm really wondering... If yeah. they're just getting all hyphy over one situation or if it's something like behind closed doors. It's hard seeing... to know. Yeah. Because, you know, um, you're watching only an hour and a half after, out of like 50 hours of filming. Right. And you're only watching like the highlight reel, basically. Um, and what you're not seeing, what's not being recorded at all is when you're traveling through airports, when you're on the plane, right. when you're having meals together out, when you're on car rides, like four hour car rides, right. the hotel, like all that stuff, you know, obviously conversations happen and yeah. things happen, but I will say, I, I know I keep comparing him to crystal and obviously like they are not the same humans at all, right. but it was sort of a similar situation like with crystal where 
she was doing things that like were wrong and was speaking badly about people and was being two-faced and all this stuff but a lot of people's frustration just did come down to like just personal annoyance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the point where then everyone was ready to jump on yeah, her because, and i think it could be because the case frequently throughout this episode until actually the very end yeah i was again starting to have my thing where i felt bad again yeah, for no, hot i, I for totally Luke understand like when they were excluding him anytime he'd say anything or like in the bar where they were just clearly he, ignoring him yeah. like i felt sick to my stomach a little bit even though he he makes me crazy and i don't care for what i've seen of him i hate the ignoring and the shutting out thing yeah me too that really bums me out i like the way mike i don't want to jump ahead but the way mike handled it when luke p went on the one-on-one and he was like hey bro are you gonna how about you keep be a man and keep our names out of your mouth okay oh, no, that was garrett who said that was it? I yeah. don't know. I thought it was Mike. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Garrett said to keep my keep my name out of your mouth. Keep our names out of your mouth. I have no idea why I thought that was. But Mike. Mike but Mike then is sitting alone no. with Luke P. Uh, no. No. When they were when they were all sitting there before. All right. I'll take your word for it. But either way, I like the way that was handled. Where it was like just instead of just being ignoring, be like, yeah. hey, stop this behavior. Okay. Yeah. Shut it down. Like, don't just shun him yeah or keep him accountable when he comes back be like did you say anything about us yeah but then when you're not talking about hannah like just be kind of, try to be nice like you don't have to be like so yeah, I mean guess. to somebody even if you i don't know yeah. i'm just like again maybe it's my libra but like i can very intensely not care for somebody but if i'm in the room with them unless we're in the middle of a confrontation like i'm not gonna be mean dude i agree it's really hard to continue to be like aggressive towards somebody just like in everyday interactions especially when they didn't do anything to you personally like luke s for instance and we'll we'll get back to that like luke s had something actually personally done to him so i in, in fact i thought luke s handled it like a champ i agree who knew when he started this season, I was like, "Ugh, Luke S. Like, not for me. No, thank you." But I was very impressed. Okay, so let's get into that. Yeah. Um, for one, just that whole conversation. I was just—it was so obvious to me that Luke P. is just a pathological liar because you can see. Mm-hmm. Was it you that was defining that for me? Where it's like you—you you make yourself believe your yes. own lies. Yes, he very clearly believes what he's saying, even though he has just said something completely different fifteen minutes before. Yeah, that's that's the wild what's thing crazy. With him, is he and says, scary? Which is then where I can see the guys probably going nuts because he always probably is making these statements and then immediately retracting them, but not saying, oh, no, never mind. Just then saying something completely different. You're like, what? It's like a Donald Trump thing where it's like, you're going to say that you didn't say something, but literally there's video footage of like, you like could, how uh, you could show Donald Trump a video of himself, of himself saying something and, and he'd be like, be like I, and he'd be like, nope, wrong. I didn't that's, say that. That's and he'd be how, like, you're watching yourself saying it. It's infuriating. It's yeah. like, wait, that, that's how I feel it is with Luke P where I'm right. just like, you, but you, we, we just, everyone just saw you right, say something right. totally different. What are you thinking? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Um, it's tough to watch. Also, I just felt like Luke S. seemed really earnest. I feel like I can kind of tell in those conversations. I mean, Luke P. was playing it really cool. But also Luke S., just the way that he was like, I don't know. I can almost sense the the how he was being so earnest when he was just. Yeah. So he was like trying I mean, to explain yeah. himself and. Hannah walked out of the room. Hannah walked out with a Which I don't blame her for. No. I thought, again, I thought Hannah handled this, all this shit she's handling like a queen. At one point, like when the conversation first started, Lucas looked at her and started saying, well, I I felt like, and Hannah like shut him down and goes, not to me, to Luke. 
like literally was like school teaching him like no she was very she was in she's in control of the room like regardless of how you feel about the decision she's making with with luke p she's very much in control well and we'll get into that because i i do still like the way she's handling things with luke p even though she's keep ke- well i it looks like she's keeping him around like uh-huh. i still like how she's very forthcoming with him like she's being very honest to him and being honest with herself it yeah. seems and even when it's difficult and you know i i don't know i commend her for the way she's been handling all this um now cut to the rose ceremony cut to the rose ceremony um throughout the entire luke luke convo luke s never freaked out screamed which i would have um ripped oh. luke peace like i, I would have been standing up <laughs> screaming i would have it's you just dripping sweat over the person just like listen to me like it is it's infuriating when it's someone's lying to your face it's gaslighting to the max and so, so yes luke luke p starts this episode gaslighting luke s which by the way if you don't know what that means it's basically using a psychological manipulation to make the other person feel like they're going crazy yes so then we are in the rose ceremony it's about to start. And then all of a sudden, Lucas goes, can I talk to you, Hannah? And both Beck and I go, no. We were like, this is so cringy. This is so nightmarish. He's going like, to beg her to keep him and hear him out again. And she's clearly annoyed and like yeah. so over it. And then he pulls her aside and we don't see like the full conversation. But it definitely looks like, he, well, he, he, we know he did because she made that comment. He gives her a warning. Just be aware of you know who in the house. And then he sends his own ass Which home. was the best move and like i was just really 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 impressed so so impressive so smooth so smooth probably just like his tequila (laughs) yeah honestly yeah okay i thought it was jed's tequila company for a second i was like wait what luke yeah and i'm like speaking of like alcohol he's like making himself like he's becoming the most interesting man in the world to me now i want to be like i want to see a little more of this lucas character yeah he sends himself out and the funny thing is is you know it did cut to a thing of mike being like um you know lucas made the wrong make the wrong decision and i was like hell no lucas made the perfect decision like perfect well and also i think the reason so some people may might say he was like giving up on hannah no i think he took his cue because he knew that hannah had already lost trust and respect for him yep and and the foundation of their relationship was shaky and i don't think there was very further for them to go at the end of the day you know even if the the person who says it is fully lying, the kiss of death in Bachelor, Bachelorette world is saying the person's here for the wrong reasons. Because even if they're not, and even if it's proven, it's always going to be in the back of the lead's head. It's like when uh, when somebody's on trial and they say something on the stand and then it gets stricken from the record because there's an objection, but, but, but the still jury there. still hears it. Exactly. Because they can exactly. say like, you know, That's yeah, whatever. Example. Then, then it, it's still in everyone's mind. You can't erase it from your memory. such a good example so because that gives me anxiety every time i'm watching some sort of like law and order show i'm like no now they know they've heard it but yeah so the kiss of death and he took that cue and he was smart to just step out and be like i know this is an uphill battle and it's i'm not gonna win i think it's a kiss of death for both of them though that's the interesting thing about that play i don't think i've ever i could definitely stand corrected um i don't think i've ever seen somebody accuse someone of wrong reasons and then make it all the way true i can't think of someone off the top either so of course, Courtney though made it all the way. Right, Courtney was just that was a whole. I mean, she broke when all you the look rules like that too. Also, like, when you're that hard of a ten, <laughs> you can pretty much do anything you when want. When you're that hot, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but 
Yeah. So I was, yeah. So I love, love that. He stepped away. The rose ceremony continued. Well, this is something to debate. Chris Harrison yes. came in and take a rose. So took so, a rose. So the, it, what it's sort of insinuating is that Lucas was going to get the rose. I don't. I don't buy no, that. No, I think. I think Chris Harrison taking the rose was that. I think that Luke S and Luke P were going to be given roses. Both of them. Oh, actually, my. So right. I think she was going to keep both for of like them a two on one. Because probably. I've never seen him do that before. That seems like a strange I know thing those, to add. Yeah. We were like, what? What is Chris a doing? Yeah, I think that maybe she was going to get rid of somebody else. Or like somebody else has said, somebody else said, I think Evan or Gray was like, maybe it's just the ratio, which I know that's because, because there's only so many weeks in the bachelor. So you have to make sure that a certain amount of people get sent home every week. True. Huh? So, or they have like a certain amount of weeks that they're going to run it for. That actually happened to Ari on our season where he, he was like, wait, I didn't realize I had to, these many people, this many people had to go home this week. Really? Yeah. It was like, and it was went down when it was down to like six or seven people or something. And they were like, oh, that's what it was. There were seven of us. But then it, he didn't realize hometowns was the next week. So then he had to cut almost half the women. So oh if you keep more people in the beginning, you have to make really hard decisions coming up on oh, the end. Oh, I'd be the, well, remember it's like Colton, Colton was cutting them left and right. Yeah. That's a great call. Yeah. Now that I would hear that perspective, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. I would literally get rid of half of the people in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that way you could have more time to focus on the like the six people and figure out like right. who you want to take further. Interesting. I know, right? Yeah. So, uh, so yes. So, so yeah, you you might be right though. They could be. They could have definitely been headed to a two on one. Yeah, I think that. I think they probably the producers probably wanted that. So good for Lucas. I mean, because the thing is, he might have been in a situation where he would have had a two-on-one and made himself look bad. Exactly. Because he's getting more and more. Exit. Fr- so, di- and I think it, if I, I, again, I could be totally wrong, but I believe his job technically is like some sort of like politician analyst, something or other in Washington, D.C. Maybe. Very good political move, Lucas. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Would you pour me some of your beer? Yeah, you got it, girlfriend. Thanks. <laughs> Into P-B- my mug. Oh, I, no. Sorry. I spilled my water, so PBR is the next best thing. Um, Sorry, mother. This is my mother's couch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Collins. Whoops. <laughs> uh, um, now. Okay, so the rose ceremony continued. Rest in peace, John Paul Jones. Listen to me, ABC. How dare you not show us more of an exit? How dare you not show us an exit interview with John Paul Jones? Oh my God, you're right. I am so upset. Okay, I'm not that upset because we've got way more meat in this episode. Yes, that's fine, but I just wanted to give us... John Paul Jones deserved at least some sort of, like, Viking funeral. Let's throw him on a boat, push him out, send flying, burning arrows at him. Like, let him (laughs) die in peace. Like, let him die with dignity because all of us did not get the amount of JPJ that we deserved. So how dare you? And I want my money back. So, and then she sent home someone else. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Luke P's toast then after. When he interrupted the toast after the rose ceremony. Okay, you guys. So then, yeah. So then they're like, oh, we're going to Scotland now. Whoop, whoop. Like, you know, everyone's probably crying because JPJ is gone. And then, yeah, Luke all of a sudden decides to have a freaking toast. Where he, which was so weird, where he was like, you know, we're not actually excited about Scotland. We should just be excited to to hang out with Hannah. He's like, yeah, as we like move forward and love the, and the hunt. And the hunt. And he said something about the hunt and it was horrifying. Yeah, that's all I wrote was the hunt. And I was just like, what is... It was, oh, he said it, to finding your forever and having the time of our lives when we are on the hunt. Oh, God. 
It's so scary. Ew. I, oh boy. Okay. So then we're transported to Scotland, my haggis brothers and sisters. <laughs> I cannot do a Scottish accent, but I'm going to try a couple times. Okay. Um, Hannah also cannot do a Scottish accent at some point. She says it's the home of the Loch Ness Monster, and it sounded something like the home of the Loch Ness Monster. The home <laughs> of the Loch Ness Monster. Um, you, we get a little montage of oh, the boys what- coming, um, getting on and off the plane, and may I just make a... Somehow a piece clear- of glass just got in my thumb, and it made it start bleeding. Are you serious? That's just a side note. Very <gasps> weird, though, and random. Oh, a piece of oh don't look at the blood. I literally just saw it and I just, I felt like the blood rushed to my head. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. What were you saying? Now I, I was saying that they we were saw... calling uh, Luke the Luke Ness monster. Yes, they kept calling him the Luke Ness monster. No, I was saying that we saw the boys um, going on and off the plane with their, um, in their sweats. And can I make something very clear that nothing is sexier in the entire world than men in sweats. Okay, that's a bold. That's a bold statement. I, I, I prefer a man in a suit. I, when I see a man in a pair of sweats, I mean, let's say I don't want to see him in sweats every single day, and be a jobless guy. Just you know what I think one of the sexiest things is a man with um like a butt a like a buttoned up shirt with the sleeves rolled up. That's very hot. But like, but when you're seeing these guys every week in suits, and then all of a sudden you see them hopping on and off the plane in their sweats, I'm just like, all right, don't hate it. Very obsessed. I feel it. it. Anyways, so here we are in Scotland, and first thing is Mike's date right up, right off the bat. Well, we start, but we start in the pub. So all the guys—that's when they were ignoring Luke, and it was actually I felt kind of bad for him. And then Hannah comes in and makes like the definitive statement of like, "It's time to basically turn on your realness because I want to show myself. I want you to show me your guys's selves." Mm -hmm. Um, And so. We know that, like, this is what she wants. She's not. She's not going to be be okay with like this kind of haphazard relationship. This kind of like you know surface level. Yeah, which is really interesting once we get into Luke's date. Yes, but, um, but yeah. So we have. <sighs> she immediately just says, "Like, Mike, let's. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to kick it?" And Mike has the biggest smile I know on his face ever. Um, now this whole date for me. <sighs> It hurts my, it, it literally hurts my body. It's just sort of cringy to me. It's just, the whole date was kind of cringy for me because it seems so obvious that she's not into him. She doesn't seem that into him to me at all. Like, at least not sexually. Maybe she well, likes being around him, but like, but I, she also, but even aside from that, even if she just doesn't seem like at least sexually attracted. And after, especially this episode, we know that Hannah likes to get on her sensualities. Well, and she was not all over Mike um, at all. Hardly at all. I think they kissed like twice on the date. I did have a theory though, which I guess the other guys do treat her well, but I also had a theory like midway through the date where I was like, wait a second, maybe she doesn't believe she deserves someone like Mike. Interesting. Maybe she, cause she said herself during their date 
that I, I can't remember what her exact quote was, but it was sort of the, you get the impression that she's always kind of like dated down, like been with, not dated down, but like guys that haven't really treated her the best. Okay. okay and I think yeah, she's yeah. used to putting in the emotional effort into the relationship. Mm -hmm. And even with some of these guys, like, yeah, Jed's nice, like Tyler's nice, but it's like, Mike is sort of like next level who is going to like serve her, yes. you know, and yes. truly like pour his heart into the relationship i think more so than any other guy there just from what we've seen yeah, I and i don't know if she believes she deserves somebody like that because she's always been the one who's been played that role in the relationship mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no that totally makes sense so to that me. could play into it he's also just like a man yeah he's a man with size 14 fucking feet but he's also <laughs> a teddy bear and that is, might yeah. also be what's not her vibe because he just is sort of like mush around her. She does clearly go for the guys who are not teddy bearish. Yeah. A little more of the... Jed's kind of like... Pete? Pete? Pete's yeah, a teddy bear. No, that's true. That's true. I don't, I don't know. know. But it just... It was hard. It was really hard to, to watch because he was just literally beaming the entire time. And he, you could tell he was very nervous. I know. I had my doubts at first. I was telling Jess, like, I wasn't sure. I was just like, how is how is he into her and then Jess was just like look like from the moment he came out of the limo he was like smiling ear to ear and I was like oh you're right of all the guys to me he seems like the one that I would say he knew Hannah was going to be the bachelorette and he went on like that was the vibe that I got from episode one with I him agree. he was like I'm going to get my queen she's my woman yep. I like I love her energy so much and he's beaming every time she walks in the room yep. like I think he's really really into her guys and I don't I think she's that into him and it I makes know. me sad but i'm also not because i want him to be the bachelor obviously well and ugh, they just had the most inorganic kiss the kisses ever were seen. yeah and they he would always like force her into like jump hugs and i'm like let's like no more jump hugs yeah no <laughs> she doesn't want to jump into your arms she doesn't yeah it's hard about oh, this oh man it hurts it me. sucks it, it hurts me and and what really hurts me and the i guess the cringy part for me is i'm just like dude how are you not picking up on that she's like not into you like she virtually pulls back from his embrace. Oh, oh, a uh, quick thing is what? we saw at the very, very end of the episode from their date, a, when they were like at the bookstore that they didn't get a concert situation. They had a person reading poetry to them in a small room and did we find the thing that's more awkward and worse yes. than a, like a one on two concert yes. being, oh my God, my anxiety would be so through the roof. Like someone playing a song at me, at least we're dancing and we're looking at each other. When someone is reading poetry at me, like you have to be looking at them and nodding. But and being that like, was a poem uh -huh, from something. Uh -huh. That was a reference. I don't care what it I was. I would have been so uncomfortable. They're sitting like five feet away from him, this old man reading you poetry. Like maybe I'm just not a romantic, but even if Evan was like, I want to read you poetry, I'd be squirming. If Evan was like, I think that the idea of it is so romantic, but even Evan looking at me reading poetry, like I wouldn't necessarily know how to be. I'd be like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know how to sit. I don't know how to breathe. Like, I okay, just feel I weird. would almost rather somebody read somebody else's poetry to me than read their own poem that they oh, wrote for me can no, you imagine that no an original when they do this all the time on the bachelor when whenever someone busts out a poem they're like i wrote this for you and it I rhymes feel the same way about songs i'm just like please don't but when they bust out a poem and it rhymes on the bachelor or bachelorette i'm like it doesn't matter how much i love the person they gotta go it would be immediately cut like uh, i can't do this is it cuter when the girls do it to the guys i feel like it's just more passable 
I'm yeah. more like I can like swallow it better. But when the guy reads like a corny, rhymy thing, unless it's like obviously supposed to be funny and a joke, right? I can't do it. Yeah, it's kind of fun if it's like I remember when we were laying in the grass, and I still watch every time you leave with that ass or <laughs> yeah, something that, like that. that. Like that's fun, that you know. <laughs> but like, yeah, no. But but if it would be like like when it's legitimately serious, but it's also rhyming, yeah. I'm just like, listen, Doctor Seuss, <laughs> Mama, don't get wet because of that. I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> okay, so we night portion Mike's date, um, which there was a moment in there, and I wanted to cry where Mike said that he hasn't been this nervous since December 25th, 2015, when he told his ex he loved her. And the fact that he, like, it's Christmas Day, which is my most favorite day of the year. He throws out the exact date, and that's when you see that he's, like, I don't know, that him his conversation and seeing how legitimately nervous he was to basically just tell Hannah that he likes her not I'm falling in love with you, not whatever, just genuinely showing his heart made me feel so connected to him in the way of like, this is a, this guy's the real deal. There's not, he's not like throwing out sob stories. He's not doing this whole, like we, my ex and I were in maybe engaged and then she ripped my heart out and could I ever love again, but I'm falling in love with you. Like he was so nervous to talk about it. It felt so real to me. He is really rounding up, though. He said 2015. It's barely 2019. And he said he almost hasn't been in love for half a decade. <laughs> it's been three years, bro. It's been three years, okay? <laughs> Only you would have the calculated <laughs> math. I just go, I believe everything he says. <laughs> I was like, book is like, well, actually, that's only of 720 days, which is actually... <laughs> I was just like, no. Like, no. I know, but he really does seem... Ugh, I just was paying attention to, I was like hyper aware of how when he would say things to her and the way she would respond with really like Mm non-personal responses where he would just be like, and I feel this way. And she would be like, well, that's good. That's like part of this process. Like those were her kind of answers. Yeah. It was was, sad. There was no, like she wasn't giving it. He was giving vulnerability and she was giving nothing nothing, in return. Nothing. She wasn't asking lots of questions, which she normally does with the guys that she's interested in. She wasn't pushing him for more. She was just like, it's okay. You can be nervous. Like say it. But he's going to be the next Bachelor, guys. He's posting currently, which means that he's not in paradise, I'm imagining, at least right now. So, like... You're right. I think that, I mean, and who else would it be? Come on. It's I mean, be okay, really, the only person I could think who would make a good bachelor, maybe, who probably wouldn't even make that good of a bachelor is Tyler. Uh, yeah. If no. Jed is the bachelor? Yeah, that's going to be a no for me. I would be definitely <laughs> fine with Tyler. <laughs> I would be definitely fine with Tyler being the bachelor, but I just feel like. My sister walked, so my sister listens to the, to our recaps, but she's never watched the, any of the episodes, but she okay. did when she was in town. I told you this last night, but yes. I just want to share because I thought it was funny. She, she was like, okay, I want to watch this because I want to see what these guys look like uh-huh. who you're talking about, which uh-huh. is kind of fun. Imagine listening to the recaps and then like on episode four watching, but Jed comes on the screen. She's like, ew, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, I feel the same way. I am not attracted to Jed. No, I'm not attracted at all. By the way, I'm not done that he's ew. No. Rachel might be a little overdramatic. No, but. he's not. He's not ew. It's just definitely not. Again, no, not for me. <laughs> um, also, on our Bachelor Tea episode that we dropped last week, um, I call. I said that he looked like Freddie Sizemore, and I got many DMs that it's Freddie Highmore, not Sizemore. Uh. And then someone sent me a screenshot, and they're like, "Wow, your guys' episodes really making waves in Google searches." Because when you type in his name, the first thing that comes up is Freddie Sizemore, not, not Highmore. 
That is so funny. So, Freddie, I apologize, <laughs> but you seem to be doing great. You're in a very successful show. You're a great actor. Bless. I'm sorry I got your name wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. I have to look that up. Um, yeah, no, Jet. And then maybe, like, Pete, maybe. I mean, ugh. Yeah. No. I like Pete, but I just... It's just Mike's such the clear, obvious bachelor. Yes. Like he has to be the bachelor. There is oh my no God, you're right. Freddie Sizemore is what immediately comes up. Sorry. You're 100% sorry, right. Guys. That is so funny. Hey guys, um, so sorry. <laughs> anything else about Mike's state? I mean, did he? No, they just kept having kisses that just felt disingenuous on her end to me. Yeah, I know. Not like it's her bad. It just was more like it felt like felt forced even when they were like having their little moment afterwards in the pub and they were dancing like he was like beaming and she just seemed like she was probably thinking about luke p or hopefully tyler cameron that's true um okay okay well before we get into this group date biznatch so what's one of the first things you think about when you picture sitting down with your friends to watch The Bachelorette or cozying up by your lonely self to check in on Bachelor in Paradise? You picture a glass of wine in your hand, obviously. Obviously. And we have the perfect company to provide all your vino needs. It's First Leaf Wine Club. I'm actually obsessed with First Leaf. The wine, the price points, the personalized test to pick your perfect wines. It's honestly the best when you go on their website and take the test you'll see how specific it is but they make it super simple asking all sorts of questions like what type of foods do you enjoy what flavors what big name wines brand wine brands do you like or dislike how adventurous are you in your wine choices from there they put together an introductory six pack of wine for you for just 29.95 seriously i'm not joking (laughs) <laughs> An introductory six-pack of wine for $29.95. But quality these wines. Are, these are high-end wines. They normally go for at least $20 a piece, so you're basically paying $5 for a $20 bottle of wine. I can't. It's too This good. is no two-buck chuck, people. No, this is, some, this is way more expensive. Like, the, the wine is way nicer than any wine I ever normally drink. The cab I got, we had a crisp Chardonnay to enjoy oh, on the beach yesterday. Delicious. With our insulated wineware. It was wonderful. Uh, so after your bottles arrive, you can taste them and rate them online. Then First Leaf takes your ratings and selects new wines based on your taste for the next shipment. So your curated shipments will just keep better and better, keep getting better and better, and you'll just refine your taste as you go. You might find some new kind of wine that you love. Oh, yeah. I've already gotten a few that I'm writing down when yeah. I go back to the grocery store that I'm like, eh, I guess I'll be getting that now. So today, sign up with our link, and you'll get an exclusive intro offer. Six bottles of wine for only $29.95, plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95, plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com dot com slash chatty and we're gonna have all this info in the episode notes so make sure you get that code because listen everyone's obsessed the broads are living for first leaf we're getting so many dms and pics of broads getting their first shipments and saying they're officially obsessed and getting their next shipments it's a no-brainer it really is if you're a wine drinker dollars a bottle of wine if if you're a wine drinker it's it genuinely is a no-brainer doesn't make any sense not to did you know also someone was telling me the other day um not to go on too much of a tangent about wine, but what happens is with a lot of brands, they when they first come out, mm-hmm. they are less expensive. And so they can be really high quality, but they're cheaper because they're just starting out. Oh, wow. So like, I don't know if you know Justin, the wine Justin, which love I Justin. love. Yeah, of yes. course. Of course. Kind of a, kind of a yeah, no, elevated basic bougie bitch. Yeah. But when Justin first came out a few years ago, 
Um, it was really expensive. It was like $12, like 11 or $12. I remember. And then now it's like 30. Yeah. And in some restaurants, it's even like 50 or 60. So there's actually a lady at, at uh, Trader Joe's by her house. And she like knows her shit about wine. I think yeah. she's a Psalm, but she'll be like, look, this $4 bottle right here. I bought, she, she literally bought up like a whole case of one of the cheap wines because she knew it was good. So I think that First Leaf is kind of like that where yeah. these are good, good wines, mm -hmm. but you're getting them at good, good prices. So I'm obsessed with them. Uh, so group date. So excited. Um, so we had a Scottish oh my God. wild situation minus Luke P because Luke P is going to be given the one the on second one. one on one which i i'm i can't lie i couldn't be happier i was so excited um <laughs> but no this group date i they, they right away cut to pete to pete and i all i now all i can fucking see is amanda Bynes, and she's the man it's all i can I see it's so funny so pete's just like I'm, he's just like i'm super we excited we made that our time. meme i know well that's floating week. around everywhere because oh, okay, okay. once you see it you can't unsee no. it and he's just like i'm so ex excited to spend time with hannah and let her know that i'm like actually a child star from nickelodeon it's <laughs> all picturing my tits are taped down like, this is every my time next phase of my breakdown yes. i am on the bachelor <laughs> fronting as a pilot oh my god um anyways the kilts actually i don't care about anybody wearing the kilt except okay. for okay fucking tyler tyler cannon cameron tyler cannon tyler cannon's a good name though i know tyler in the kilt well his cannon was out in that kilt now, Ooh, good one <laughs> yeah i actually kind of like got excited when he when it was the black box and him showing his freaking junk underneath the kilt yeah with his legs crossed yeah I, I I was like he looked so hot in that kilt and I then know. when he showed up to the cocktail party in the kilt i was just like Holy shit. Like, he should make that a staple of his wardrobe. He looks so good in yes, it. Yes, and he had, like, the mud on his face, and he looked like an actual, like, Scottish warrior. And I was like, mm, we're going to have to... I was like, Evan, we're going to have to do some, you know, just some role, role play. play later in the bedroom because didn't think about this one as a potential option. <laughs> no, Scottish knight or whatever the hell. It was so good. And, and even Hannah, I love how she's like... She was saying something. She's like... He is really good at the at the axe throw, and Tyler's hot. And she just says it, and I was like, wow, I've never agreed with anything you've said more. <laughs> yes, correct. Uh -huh. I was dying how everyone was just, like, failing, and then Hannah rolls up and just nails the I axe know. thing. And she's like, bow to your queen. I know, was I loved so it. Cute. She was stoked. She was, she's just really coming into her own. Yes. And every episode, she's I, getting funnier and funnier. I also can't believe that they actually weren't wearing underwear underneath it. Yeah, there was, was, like, like children. I was like, excuse <laughs> me, producers. Like, you plan everything. You tape the books so that people can't see the titles and you don't tell the guys to bring undies that was on purpose please that was i can't believe it, it but there was like literally kids. children yeah. in the crowd not only Do is it violent there's nudity <laughs> maybe they really were wearing underwear but then they were just black boxing it to make it look like they were new no, no i think they weren't wearing anything no they weren't wearing anything at least like dylan because at one point dylan was like i don't want them to see my butt yeah unless he's wearing a man thong which i guess <laughs> that's a possibility i can't believe that yeah like maybe they were wearing like a jock strap and also they did it outside i think maybe i'm wrong they did they did it outside their castle that they're living in right so they could have just ran in and given them underwear it's so they, like, funny made them be publicly nude in front of these poor children. I love it. <laughs> not the children. No, no, not that. I just liked the idea of them being. Bring on the junk, baby. Bring on the junk. 
Oh, little Ruthie. Um, okay, but continuing on. Okay, so Jed. Oh, oh who was who put the? Was that Jed that got all milky? Oh yeah, he dumped milk like, on his head. I was like, mm, you're gonna smell like curdled dairy for uh, a week. There's nothing grosser. Please do not do that. Although some people do milk baths. That's true. That's very sexy at the spa. I do like that. Oh no! If you're watching the YouTube right now. Um, Ruth has shit <laughs> all up her back. No wonder she's crying right now. We're oh, gonna have no. to take we're a quick have break. To take a pause. Hold on. Okay, right. and we're back. Sorry, Ruth. Oh, we were talking we about to change the blowout. Yeah, we had to change the blowout. We were just talking about Jed getting super milky. I remember. Yeah, he was very. He was curdled. It was. It was just no. It was just a, disgusting. Oh, God. And then he decides to when they have like the actual competition and all the boys are fighting each other yeah. like wrestling jed calls out hannah and was like i choose her as my partner so he like immediately lets her pin him down and they like kiss for a second and then he wins the date which i'm so just dumb. like bogus give the strongest one like tyler was the one who nailed the axe thing and he won like you gotta give it to tyler come on i mean i think we saw some things cut though because hannah said that uh that jed was like the best at everything Oh, really? I don't know. But I just picture Tyler being the best at everything because he won the kilt award. Yes. <laughs> In our hearts and minds. In our hearts and minds. So then goes to the evening portion of their date. I like, well, first of all, we cut really quick to Mike and Luke P. And I noticed that yes. Luke P's eyes, I'm not exaggerating, glaze over every time like someone leaves the room. Like the minute a social interaction is over with, his eyes are just like. He shuts down. It is so bizarre do we have an ai situation going on what's that artificial oh my god <laughs> oh my god he could be one of the clones we had an the, alien the last first season clone on the bachelor and now we have an a full ai fucking what's his you think face he'd be programmed a little bit better yeah but elon musk is still working it out that's true he's, Luke, out he's the like kinks. i have to have a beautiful specimen of a man yes. he has to be very fit be able to carry heavy things please a woman Yes. But, you know, as far so as maybe, the emotional interaction goes, he can only offer so much. Right. Maybe Elon Musk is uh, evaluating people's online criticism because it's such a public forum. Yes. And he's then can using adjust the glitches. As, as his feedback. It's a perfect way to figure out how to, how to really, really yeah, give the from people what they thousands want. of people. Exactly. And then he has like the Luke P account set up. That's interesting. I don't know, man. Interesting theory. But yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, also, I now think, that he's connected to Elon Musk, I like him better somehow. Yeah, yeah, so why yeah. did I do that he's to my brain? Experiment. <laughs> I think that we really should have some sort of like behavioral, behavioral therapist. Yes. Uh, or like a psychiatrist on because for all you early listeners mm -hmm. on the broads, we briefly covered Jake, the Jake Paul documentary uh -huh. with Shane Dawson. And yes. Shane Dawson had some sort of psychiatrist or somebody on yes. to talk about a sociopath. And based on what I learned... From Shane Dawson's documentary, uh -huh. Luke P. very well fits the description. Yes, absolutely. So if you're a psychiatrist, please slide into our DMs because we'd love to have a little Luke P. discussion. Because what she talked about is like sociopaths will... Here, you can pass it. Yes. Hold this. Ruth is, Ruth is coming back. Daddy's passing She's her over. She's coming in hot with a clean diaper. What she said was sociopaths will like sort of pay attention and try to find out what people want. Yeah. And like will kind of like adjust their social interactions accordingly but then like they don't know how to have their own emotions that are outside of the interactions with other people it he fits the description perfectly yeah the way he just like zones out and his face just goes blank 
when like other people aren't around. It's very odd. So when him and Mike were having that discussion, Mike was saying that like he was questioning that Luke P had been questioning wanting to be there numerous times. Like even mentions the night before that Luke P had questioned it, of which oh, yeah. we didn't see any of this. Right. So we don't know if it's true, but like, why would he just in front of the camera blatantly lie? That was like surprising to me. But then yeah. Luke P is just like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And it's like, obviously I tend to believe what Mike is saying. Well, Mike, you, the way Mike responded where he was like, dude, you said that. Yeah. It was literally like, well, they were your words. So like, what do you mean? What, what, what are you denying? Based on, yeah. Based on, uh, the track record so far, I have no problem believing that Luke is completely bullshitting and talked about leaving before. Oh, for sure. It's very odd. For sure. And then we see Mike. We see Mike describing him as the Luke Ness monster oh, yeah. and like reading some sort of like monster encyclopedia. And which he's, don't he's, know where you he's get that. reading it and just like shaking his head. Yeah, pensively, just like like scratching his chin, just like hmm, this is it, this is it. It was something like there's no doubt something unexplained exists beneath the surface. And in the description, it did mention mania, and I had numerous people slide into my DMs after my bipolar episode. Yeah. Um, or not my bipolar episode, our episode where I discuss my bipolar and, um, and they were asking like, does Luke P maybe seem like he is manic might deal with bipolar and I'm no doctor. Um, I haven't seen enough to know about specifically bipolar because I'm not seeing like, I'm not, not seeing, seeing the other end of the, the other swing. Yeah, it's he. I don't know. I I would definitely lean more towards like narcissism, but like I have I mean, I don't, I have no idea like, you know. I'd have to see more. I think pathological, pathological liar pathological is almost a given. Liar, yes. We're seeing that literally every episode now at this yes. point. Um, so we go back to the date, and I think it's interesting how Hannah says, she goes, I can't help but notice that this is going so smoothly because Luke's not here. And it's like, uh, yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. He's, she's That's having it. like a lot of fun. Yeah. She's having a great old time. She's not stressed at all. Exactly. Uh-huh. So we have the group the group cocktail party and um and it was just climbing all over everyone okay well first of all i'm extremely jealous that because jed won he's now the lord of a manor or a piece of land yeah like excuse jed milky jed i want to be a lady come on lady of the manor lady of the manor that's very sexy um but she full-blown starts, she straddles jed and i was like get it girl and then poor what's his name Kevin is just getting Kevin, the shit end of the stick, man. Just getting the shit end well, of the stick. Well, it was pretty meta, though, because Jed walked in on... Oh, oh. oh and spit up. She's just coming out of literally all oh, orifices. No. Okay, that's all right. We'll clean it up with mommy's shirt. That's what being a mom is about. Ruth just spit <laughs> up on me for you non-watchers. Um, Jed walked in on her with Luke P, and then Kevin walked in on the date with... K Oh. So do you think this is like some sort of, uh, uh, what's that P word that I'm having a hard time thinking of right now? Pre not premonition. Pre. 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 Premonition? Yeah. No. Whatever. Do you think, well, basically that we're having a foreshadowing that Jed's going to be the next villain if, if and when Luke P leaves? Why? Because, like, Jed walked in on Luke P, Luke P became the villain. Kevin oh, walked in on Jed, maybe Jed's going to become the villain. It does seem like there's drama with Jed. There seems to be... I couldn't tell if it was with Tyler or with Luke. 
Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Something's there's something there's there's edge like that's happening and also Garrett at the very end of the episode we see that it looks like there's going to be drama with Garrett. Well, isn't there like a scene where it looks like Jed and Tyler are like a preview we where it saw looks like that. Jed and yeah. Tyler are getting yeah, into it. Yeah, we weren't it. sure if that was editing or if like they're genuinely like getting into it. So, I'm going to call it right now. I think Jed and Tyler for final 2. Really? Okay. Well, that's what I think that's what we said last time, huh? Because I thought Jed was going to win and you thought that Tyler Cameron was going to win. Oh, yeah. Do you still think Jed's going to win? I don't know, man. She like hopped on his bones. Like she's vibing on him. She did with Pete, though, too. Yeah. I mean, I will say, though, that Pete like laid her out on a pool table and basically knocked her unconscious. (laughs) Me and Evan agreed on this and I feel kind of bad saying it. I was just like, dude, that makes me so uncomfortable, like seeing her hop on people. And it's not like a uncomfortable with female sexuality thing. I, I said it and then Evan was like, yep, that's it. I was like, she like, it's almost like she read like how to be sexy for men and then it's like what she's demonstrating she's like cosmo said that you need to take the reins (laughs) well like and i am saying that i just think hannah's a top because we see her straddle jed and then pete lays her out on the pool table she flips him over to get on top and then she lays out tyler but i think she's just a top i think that's what i think she's talking the thing it's she she may be but I think right now what we're seeing is someone who has had repressed sexuality and think and is like, yeah. it seems like there's a lot of first experiences for her. I know she's had sex before, True. but I don't think she's ever had this environment where she, it's acceptable for her to well, be sexual. So she like doesn't really seem like she knows what she's doing, but is like trying to like, when I listened to there. her um, interviewed on Nick's podcast, she talks about how she like made the decision that she was going to go on the show, judgment free, be who she was, her. not worry about what the family and friends were going to say back at home because she Good said she's already gotten shit from, you know, family sure. and friends back at home. And she's like, I own it. I accept it. This is who I am. And she's like, and I never swore until this epi- or this season. She's like, and they had to bleep me out almost more than any other bachelorette. She's like, just, she's sewed her oats, man. She's living life. I really and I like love that. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super into it. So I think maybe she's just it, like getting on top and being like, oh, this is nice. This is this is what I enjoy is being a top player, and I'm just so. gonna lay out all these boys, these menses. It still but, felt so awkward to me. And then her, between her and Pete, with the fucking I, I couldn't with the billiards table. I was like, this is the Pete mo- genuinely almost knocked her out. This is my thing. <laughs> like with her and Tyler when they're doing getting their doing their sexy stuff, Ooh, it feels real. Baby. You know, it's like yeah. that both are responding to each other's energy and each uh-huh. other's bodies. Uh-huh. And then with her and Pete, I'm like, it looks like they're trying to shoot a porno. Like, it yeah, looks like they're no, very both they aware of each other in this awkward, like, not yeah, so sexy It doesn't way. feel so organic. Right. It doesn't feel so organic. Fun, yes. Yeah. No, they, like, they definitely have chemistry. But, you know, it's when she, when she pulled, uh, when she then pulled Tyler Cameron aside and... And he's in his kilt, and like he made, they made some like sexual like innuendo oh, so to each he, other. He, t- she took, she like led him to the bed. But then this is what I like because she kind of like got on top of him, and then he was just kind of like, no. Oh, God. And then I was it like, was oh, very sexy. Well, he's she was gonna show like, her. What? She was just like, I want to show you something, and he's like, what? And she pull, drags him to the bed, and I'm just like, damn, this is, this was, it was, it was steamy. Yes, and then I liked how he kind of took control, and anyway, anyway. 
Definitely of the three makeout sequences we saw, the Tyler Cameron one was the Jed the one hottest. wasn't horrible. Pete one to me was just cringe city. It was painful. But the only <laughs> thing that was painful about the Jed is that poor Kevin just always gets the shit under the stick. Like he True. gets he had he's getting assaulted with nuggets w- with yes. his cam situation. He's getting his arm fractured. He walks in on them making out, and then he like stops and stares like during the headlights. He's just like, and then he's like, oh, <laughs> and turns around and walks away. Slowly walks. Now away. I feel kind of bad for giving her shit because I really I'm I'm gonna go listen to the episode on next podcast because I really like like good for her good for her being like i'm not gonna worry about what people are going to say everyone should listen to the the that interview honestly because he really asked her some good questions about her um like how she was raised and her like her religious take with this show and she was just like she's just very much herself and she is like really really practicing like she knows that she struggles with self-love and wanting to be perfect and she's like actively practicing not giving a fuck and loving herself and it was actually very inspirational interview to listen to well that's why i kind of want to get into her um date with luke p because although luke p is so cringy i was just really impressed with the way that she handled it she handled she expressed herself absolute champ she really did um i think we can move on from the evening portion of the date there's nothing really else yeah jed got the rose um and tyler's hot and it was a mellow date because no luke do you like pete i do I don't I don't not like him like you just feel like whatever about him I feel pretty like neutral about him I I I tend to like him more than I don't like him okay but I just haven't gotten a good read on who he is as a person I'm very interested because I'm I'm pretty confident she's not going to send him away they seem to like each other I'm very interested to see a one-on-one with them yeah I don't know I don't feel like I know anything about him no not at all and so I don't have any investment except that he's like Amanda Bynes and is a pilot yes yeah yeah that's it <laughs> yeah really some top level stuff yeah i'm trying to think of i mean the, really the only main characters at this point jed i still feel like i don't know very i know i know all i need to know about him is kind of how i feel about jed yeah he's an interesting one to me really yeah because like he's i have no reason i have no reason to not trust him but because he seems like a nice guy but there's just so, something there you know what it's funny because grayson's mom said the thing about jed she goes something about him she's so funny she's like something about him just feels smarmy yeah, i don't know what it is and i kind of tend to agree like there's yeah. something about him that i just don't like uh-huh i don't know why yeah same and i can't quite place my finger like because their their one-on-one date was nice i liked that he was really honest when they had their one-on-one date about the fact that he came initially for um that he came initially for music his music and like, he doesn't, doesn't bother me no, like i'm glad that he was honest yeah, about exactly. that but there's just something that i'm and i could be so wrong I don't, I don't know. I could be so You wrong. and I are usually on to something I know, or other. but I, there's just, something just feels oh, off. Something feels off. Yep. Um, I feel the same way about Garrett so far. Not liking his aggressive energy in general. Even though he hasn't really, like, we done anything. We haven't seen anything. him, but, like, this episode, the way that he was. I did like that he did say that thing to Luke about, you know, um, about uh, uh calling him out like don't put our names in your mouth when you're on the date but like he was i don't know he's just maybe i'm again getting the wrong read but but garrett and uh, jed just just don't they just there's, rub there's, me the wrong way a little bit every week a little more there's something did you say the word aggressive to describe garrett yeah because there is something about him that feels like 
aggressive for whatever reason or like yeah. some sort of a suppressed aggression or like yeah. something is strange something's off and then when we saw the preview for the episode that's coming up and we see that there looks like there's some sort of altercation yeah it wasn't surprising to me that it involved garrett yeah i'll just say yeah. that. yeah 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 okay let's get into speaking of aggressive Maybe let's get into Lippy's date. fight and it upsets hannah oh Maybe there's, they would have showed, they uh, would have showed, yeah. Some sort yeah. of paramedic situation. Yes, yes. But, okay. So let's get into the Luke conversation because it starts out really interesting. He doesn't, at the beginning, at first, he doesn't make any kind of bad points in his little speech to her. Okay, yes, you're you're completely correct. You know? It was really, it was strange. Like, he, like, he started the date, though, being very, like, Diplomatic. this is going to be an amazing date with Hannah, um, he yeah he said something about like that he was like so excited and he knows it's going to be an incredible date and you're just like you do realize that oh no he said he can't he knows that she wants to see him yes and her the date card read something like let's figure things out oh my god um or like let's get this settled one way or another and then he like repeated it and reread it and it was something like we'll work this out one way or another yes and you're like no dude that's not what she's saying he's hearing like you said that glazed over thing it's like no listen he's done he's not hearing the other person he repeated it he literally read one thing and repeated back a totally different thing yes in a positive light yes like making it be like yes we're going is, to have an amazing that's just date bizarre. so when they showed him right away being like it's going to be a great date today with me and hannah you're like dude do you realize what's going on like do you have any idea what's been happening yeah where have you been where where are you <laughs> you are you maybe his switch is shut off he's yeah <laughs> all the guys are talking nothing's processing the ai is not functioning well it's like it seems like if something bad is happening, he's just kind of like, like, yeah, just like, no, nothing's bad. I'm here for you, Hannah. I'm here for you. But he started out being kind of human where he was sort of like, you know, I really screwed up doing this. Like Mm -hmm. I should not have done this. Yada, yada, yada. And you're just kind of like, okay. Yeah. And then he said like, he feels like it's not fair because the, anything he's doing the guys are just amplifying anything he does in a negative way and i i agree with that point it i agree that well. way it seems like no matter what he does or says they're like oh really mike, p? Or mike p? <laughs> oh really luke p <laughs> yeah. really and you're just like dude he literally just like you're sneezed so nice. yeah, really no. No, nice no. sneeze i got the undertone of that luke p exactly. did you hear that motherfucker sneeze and yeah. he's just like dude i sneezed like literally everything like, he says is going to be yes, yes. over and lies at that yeah. point like you know when you get that way with a friend like you like somebody and then they start to do something that bugs you and then literally the way that they breathe bothers you yeah every guy in the house is annoyed by the way that he breathes yeah. for sure like anything he does yeah anything yeah he's gonna be like i'm gonna go get another glass of water and be like oh, yeah, i oh, bet you are that hydrate <laughs> that, that dehydrated bitch <laughs> yeah yeah no definitely what's going on so we were yeah you and i were looking at each other nodding like yes Yes. they do amplify everything Uh, until he got to the point where he said that everyone loves him uh (laughs) yep it was literally like we were like okay okay we were taking notes like yeah interesting point luke yes interesting point and then 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 he's like feather pen stopped we're like what the record <laughs> it's like he's like everywhere i go and every person i meet loves me and that's you know that's so that's usually what happens yeah he was like i don't know how to handle it because i hate he literally said i hate to say it but like 
everybody loves me my whole life. And Luke, her Luke, face, I hate to break this to you, but probably nine out of ten people that meet you can't stand to be around <laughs> you. Like I'm gonna, I'm just gonna Quick bet. Shocker, but also, except for maybe like your your uh, your CrossFit buddies, they yeah, probably love or you. like your mom. But yeah, maybe. But the, the point is that in real life, you can be the best nicest human being in the entire world and not everyone will love you that's just how life goes i would never say jess i think you could say that everyone loves you everywhere you go but you know what you're the kind of person where everyone does love you so the reason people love you is because you would never say that everyone loves you right you see what i'm saying i can tell you confidently that I, there are numerous people that are in my life who do not like me. Well, let's just say, so let's just say everyone does. Okay, sure. My I point would never being, say it. My point being, people like you because you wouldn't say that everyone likes <laughs> you. Who would you? I'm self aware enough to not say something. And like that's that. really one of the main things that's missing with Luke P. And most of the villains that come on the show is self awareness. Yes. And yeah. What, 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 why are you moving I'm, your, I'm right, saying, your hand around? Speaking of self-awareness, I didn't know when you wanted to get into the Chris Goose coming uh, You know what? Luke okay, right. Defense. You were picking up what I was putting down because I was okay, going to okay. segue into there. wasn't sure if you wanted to, but... Let's do it. Uh, Jess pointed out to me that Chris, a.k.a. Goose, a.k.a. Gaslight City <laughs> in from Becca season the and la- from Paradise. The Lamplighter, as lamp we call lighter. him. <laughs> um, wow, Ruth looks cute right now. Um, he... <laughs> Dude, oh my god it just it just irks me so much he commented under one of luke's posts defending luke p yes and why don't you just give like a brief overview of what he said um i mean he basically was just saying like how dare people um you know make jokes about him being like a murderer and then i thought about like our are insta post about like him wearing her skin and you know he was making comments like that um saying how dare people do that like people change um you know the camera only sees certain things or something like that blah 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 and the thing is here here here's the truth of the matter lay it down for us sometimes people can go too far i completely agree sometimes things come out of my mouth i post certain things and i go "Mm, too far because you'll forget that certain people are human beings because they are on a TV show and they're not an actual character. So I fully get that. And I will own up to that myself. I agree. I definitely am guilty of that. You know, but at the same time, he did not get forced at gunpoint to go on a reality TV show, knowing full well that you will be criticized at this point. When you go on a reality TV show, everyone knows that you will get criticized on social media. It's just I, yeah. how it goes. See, I, I have, I kind of struggle with this cause I feel like I've talked about it being like, how could you like, you know, how can you judge me and pick apart my life? And I think people would respond the same thing to say, like you've put yourself out there and you were on a reality TV show. I think the difference in this situation is no one is picking apart his personal life or his every decision. People are picking apart the way that he portrayed himself on this show. People are picking apart the decisions that he willingly made in front of a camera, in front of knowingly, in front of millions of people. His decisions to blatantly lie, his decisions to be aggressive yes. to be to be all these things yes correct no one's and no I, one's saying on his photo like attacking him about some random personal decision there people are attacking him in 
for the wrong things he's done on TV. That's that's you know, that's exactly it. I fully agree with you. And I do feel like, too, especially after this date, we are reminded again that we know nothing about Luke P's actual life. So there is nothing for anyone to pick apart about his actual life. Like you said, it's just when you're watching someone blatantly lie numerous times on camera, you're kind of like, yeah. Well, and the, and the thing, it's like, it just, well, but, how, yeah. how Chris responded to it, too. It's like, Chris, are you not aware of the fact that th- these people who are these so-called villains don't seem to ever fully take responsibility for the fact that they did something wrong? Yes. And it's very concerning Yes. That they would do that on camera in front of people. Like, it's very concerning that you would n- make these choices. Like, I just think what people do on this show, even though it is a show that is produced, having been on it myself, is very indicative of who this person is in real well, life. Yes, and you're going to that easily lie and that easily gaslight and do all that? Yes. I'm telling you, you got major issues in I, your personal life. Obviously, I have never been on the show, and you would know this ten times better. My assumption though would be that if I had numerous cameras in my face even if even if I started to get used to the cameras there would still be an awareness of oh I'm in public and people will be watching this so I'm on my best behavior so if that is his best behavior it's a little frightening 100 percent yeah no and the ease of the lying is like whoa Okay. Yeah. So just the fact we like, yeah, I got, we and got a bunch of And of course Chris is going to respond because Chris is like, Chris was also acted very, had very disturbing behavior on Becca's season. And I'm yes. just saying if it comes that easily in front of, in that kind of situation, you need to really check yourself before you call yourself the victim. Yes. And the fact is, is that Chris is trying to make him and Luke P the victim when obviously they have victimized people in their life. If they're going to treat strangers like this on a show this way, yes. that means that people in their own life, their exes, like close people in their life have been victimized by their behavior. Yes. And what I will say is that Chris, who we have talked about as being like a king gaslighter, we then see in this episode Luke P gaslighting Luke S and then later gaslighting Hannah so hard by saying that he, yeah, I don't know if I want to get ahead, but basically by saying that the reason that he's acting the way he is is because she's changed, not him, and trying to make her seem crazy as she's when she's begging for answers from him and he's gaslighting like crazy. So it's just ironic. He's blaming her for her shift in behavior towards him because he has treated her badly. Yes. So the irony of the king gaslighter coming to rescue with now the prince, ga- who actually might now take the cake as the king gaslighter. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's hard to look at. You're just like, dude, no, and it, just own it. It sucks. Listen, I'm not saying I would go on the show and probably do some weird ass stuff and I'd get hate for it too. Like, you know, even at not maybe hate, but like people would pick it apart and it'd be like, yeah, we're not perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. When you're under pressure, you do shit. But like, I can tell you very confidently, no matter what pressure I was under, I would not blatantly lie. Like, you're just not going to do that. No, we're, so, we're not going to treat people no, like that. No. And, and I'm not going to feel pity for anyone who's being attacked for treating somebody like that. I'm exactly. Not. Like, I mean, it's one thing if people are stalking him and threatening to kill him. No, and you like, don't want that. The guy, we, the guy needs to get help. Well, also what, what you know, I, I get what Chris is saying about, like, jumping to the conclusion that he's beating people or that he's a murderer. Yeah, obviously yes. that's not appropriate. However, we, we, you were talking about how people, I think you were getting at it and I interrupted you. You were saying a numerous people do. DM us telling them telling us that it's triggering to watch Luke right we got we um we got that uh last week we got that 
I'm assuming I haven't checked the the DMs, but I'm guessing after this episode that we're going to be getting a lot. And I'm talking about we got a lot of DMs from people saying that they were triggered and watching Luke. So the reason people are jumping these things about Luke is because his behavior is indicative of people who do those kind of things not saying that he does but like there's a reason why people are saying this it's not just coming out of nowhere so like let's not like be you know there's also also no reason there's also no reason to ever go on the person's page and say it to them yeah you don't need to go and slide into his dms and say like aggressive things to him like whatever (laughs) you know but but we're saying this and we post those things but like we're just we're having fun and games over here but i will say with the luke p i think this is the first time in our um, podcast recaps together that you and I, we, we shoot shit, we make fun, we have a good time, we joke. But like Luke is the first thing, <sighs> the first individual that we ever were like, no, this is actually like a, a very sketchy situation. No, like, like watching I'm this is hard. 100% yeah. do not feel comfortable being alone with him. And I'm not saying that like Chris, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, all these other yeah. villains like Chad, who cares? I'm not actually yeah. worried. Luke, it's like, I don't know when he's going to fly off the handle or how he's going to manipulate his, I don't know. It's yeah, just weird. I'm just, I just don't, I can't, I can't call his next move a little bit, to be honest. And that's kind of what like throws me off. But okay. So let's get into that. <sighs> okay. Okay. But before, before we get into that, oh my oh, gosh, yes. I have to say this. I don't think I'm going to be as good as Craig at this, oh, but let's talk about Scentbird. Yeah. <laughs> Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes, a way for you to discover new perf- perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle. Listen, I am a woman with champagne taste. Okay, champagne yeah. taste. I love me some high-end expensive designers like Tom Ford and Gucci, but let's be clear, an entire bottle of Gucci perfume or cologne is expensive yes with scentbird you can pay just a baby fraction of the cost and get a 30-day supply of your favorite designer cologne or perfume or you can use scentbird to experiment with your fragrance choices either use it to keep people guessing what may she be smelling like today that Mm. gorgeous queen (sighs) or use it to take your time to find the perfect scent match before committing to spending all that dough on a high-end designer fragrance scentbird has more than 450 designer brands for you to choose a perfume or cologne from each month and once you choose the perfume you want to try they'll send you a 30-day supply in a sleek purse-friendly bottle yes i love those bottles they send have one in all my purses and backpacks um well we have an exclusive offer just for our listeners you can get 50 percent off your first month today at scentbird.com slash chatty that's only 750 seven dollars and 50 cents for your first fragrance go to scentbird.com slash chatty and sign up for 50 percent off your first month again that's (laughs) s-c-e-e-n S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D dot com slash chatty for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on, smell smell amazing, learn how to spell, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot spell things out loud. It's pretty much impossible for my brain. I know, I kind of understand that. Scent like fragrance, bird like flapping wings. There you go. Dot com. (laughs) Slash chatty. I'm okay. trying to sound like Craig. Dot com Dot slash com chatty. Slash chatty. Cartier, <laughs> Gucci, Dolce and Gabbana. <laughs> yes, really so just like him. If I would have been blindfolded, I wouldn't have known the difference. <laughs> oh wow, I'm impressed. God. I'm impressed. Okay, so their conversation. There's it, like so much we can talk about. We just spent so much time talking about him being a crazy gaslighter, but 
when he she he says everyone loves me and Hannah's just like no don't her like, face killed me which I was like yes thank you for responding like she that. would like, not let him get away with anything and I was living yeah she was shutting shutting it down she was just like don't say why would you say that and I was like, thank you for saying what we're all thinking <laughs> she was great and then and then she um they said she's like asking him very specific questions like really holding his hand through this saying like I I want to I don't need to know what happened I want to know how it affected you and then he ended up saying something about like they're not treating me right but it's not affecting me yeah no dude answer also it is affecting you obviously it's affecting you and maybe it's affecting you in a way of like yeah you know it's not really rattling me because I'm here for you um yeah it hurts my feelings and I'm feeling frustrated but like I'm you know I've got my eye on you will admit to no vulnerability nothing nothing and it also makes me wonder if he grew up in some sort of household where he wasn't allowed to express his emotions and i i have yeah. a feeling a lot of time i mean i don't want to make any assumptions about his family well but here i go um <laughs> i'm just going to assume that there's probably something in his childhood that has not allowed him to express any kind yeah. of emotions and now it's like he, he probably didn't ever have permission yeah. to and so now even with hannah he's just like yeah he can't he can't admit to vulnerability well, she like she at one point definitely said like, "Don't you want to know how it makes me feel?" Like he's not asking her about it at all. And I'm like, "Take note, take note." Oh, you guys, my crazy oh daughter. You're not afraid of it. You guys, my daughter Ember just ran in. You, she went to the beach, and you're not afraid of the water. I'm so proud of you. Wow, good for you. She got a cut from a platypus ring. I'm so sorry, my love. I think Daddy will do that for Daddy you. Will. We're almost done with the podcast. We're almost done, baby girl. So, so yeah, Hannah at one point is like, like, uh, how how does it make how, how don't you want to know how it makes me feel? And you, you realize that he never asked her like, any um, questions no. <laughs> ever through this whole thing. I'm like, take a note from Mike and ask questions because that man knows how to ask some questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then they, she went, walked away. So from she needed him. to walk away. She shout out to Bill, my producer who <laughs> of course gives that standard producer response. She, he, she's just like, I want to know about him. And he goes, it takes time. I'm like, you little manipulative. <laughs> I know. Fuck. It's like, like keep, keep hanging on. I'm sure just a couple more weeks and you'll really break him down. Yeah, you'll get to know yeah, him. Yeah, like, yeah, you're going to see oh the real God. Luke P. Oh, I, I, yeah. The most producer advice i've yes, ever heard yes and then um she you can tell though that she's frustrated and like you said she's trying to like figure out a way to like well actually you said you think they're there that she's she wants somebody to tell her to break it off because she can't and i kind of think she's trying to find people to be like yeah hang on he's going to sure which i mean either way makes sense to me yeah. because whether Probably or not both. yeah maybe a little bit of both and especially to your point when none of the guys in the house enjoy him there might be that element of can someone tell me why yeah. i like him yeah someone oh, yeah. explain to me why Remind because me. clearly and i love she's very i transparent love for the fa- like the fact that she keeps saying like i <laughs> we're in that hat he's wearing a fedora
us finish. Let us finish. Okay. Sorry, guys. My my daughter keeps <laughs> running and interrupting. Amber came what? storming in in her fedora and a diaper, napless, needed mama. Oh my god. Okay, needed mama. Um, um okay. no, but what I was saying is, I just I love then how she's so honest about the fact that she knows that he is shouldn't be here yeah. like but and but there's something about him that she can't shake and she's nervous to she's like what if he's my guy and i just am letting <sighs> other people's opinions get in the way but i love that she's she's not blind yes she's very aware yeah now um i think a lot of people will be like how could she keep him on or like why does she like him and we kind of talked about this last night while we were watching it's because he's toxic and I, I've never been in an abusive relationship. However, I have been in like mildly toxic situations with yes. boyfriends. And let me tell you, yeah. it is addicting. It is fun uh-huh, sometimes. Uh-huh. And it is a wild and crazy ride. Honey, sometimes you live for the drums. Oh, you yeah. You live for the drama. Yeah. I know like when there's certain points in my life that like when I have a certain guy involved in uh, my dating situation yeah. and I, and he was toxic, it was like when I decide not to text him anymore i get bored i'm like i'm gonna text him again because he's so into me or so like yeah i'll do anything for you and you're like all right you know it's yeah hard and it's not an to adrenaline get rush yeah, because sure. then when you're at the high you're at the high man it's yeah. like a drug you're just like Woo! and she has this guy who she clearly has crazy sexual chemistry with who's literally like i will lay down my life for you and it's the all funny about thing you. is we didn't i didn't see any of that i mean maybe just because they didn't kiss but i didn't see any of that chemistry on this date at all no she wouldn't let him get away with it. Yeah. She was just shutting him down it's, left and right. Yeah. And then you're right. He comes at the thing where he was like, well, well, okay. Uh, yeah. She's trying to make excuses for him. I understand why they're toxic. He's attracted to her. She's attracted to him because of that in a way. And also, like I said, he's interesting. Yes. It's just something different. Um, so then the night portion of the date, I can't with this face he makes whenever she like confronts him or something, whenever anyone, anyone. confronts him. Whenever he's, he's not speaking. He, his face, his just like eyes widen and he kind of like loosens his jaw and he's just kind of like, what? Me? Who? Yeah. It, like it, it makes me want to slap him across <laughs> yeah, his fucking exactly. face. I'm just like, st- sh- stop. Just like. No one is st- buying your, I mean, every, a lot of people are probably buying your shit, but. He, that's when he starts the gaslighting saying that at dinner that he's been trying like, She's like, please just say something real. And he's like, okay, fine. I've just been really trying to be too perfect along the way. But like, really, Hannah, you're the one who's changed. And I'm like, you're there's, different there's, from the start. there's gaslighting. Bada bing, bada boom. It um, was just like when he talked to, I think it was Luke S. And it was after he threw Luke S. under the bus. And it was like, look, I'm trying to make it work with you. Like, hopefully you'll come around and be my friend at some point. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's skillful. Yeah. It's he's skillful. a master. He's a master. Um, uh, but then she's saying that Luke P, he's not saying anything. She's like, tell me what makes you mad. Tell me about your relationship with your dad. Like she's trying to really dig and find stuff. She's like, trust me, I'm really curious about your relationship <laughs> she's like, with your dad. I this really could, need to know what's going on behind the scenes. Because this whatever could explain this is, a lot. Yeah. And he says that he's like, his answer is literally like, I'm doing and going to be as real as with you as possible and i can tell you that i love every single thing about you even your flaws even your fa- her face before he even before he even said your flaws as soon as he said i love every single thing about you she was like what everything and she's like you don't see a problem with our relationship because i see a problem with goes, our relationship and then the way he said even your flaws it, it was almost like the way he was saying it to her was like hey i'm perfect um so like 
I know this might well, be crazy to you, but like I accept you even though you're not perfect. Well, he, he did end up saying that kind of oh because God. when she said she's like, there's sometimes that I'm in the front row at church on my knees praying, and oh my, sometimes oh. I'm a devilish bitch. And he's just like slapping the table, like, yeah, preach, baby. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the same exact way. Yeah. But then he says, like, you, I want you to tell me when you see those bad things about me, even though I haven't shown any yet. And she's like, yes, you have. So he's playing the I've been perfect card. Even though, yeah, so literally within 20 seconds, he contradicted himself from saying, yes, yes, I'm the same way. Sometimes I'm a devilish bitch, too. It's where it's like, are you even listening to her? Yeah. And then the second part, he's like, well, I, you know, I don't very often show my flaws. Fully two opposite ends of the spectrum. You're like, what are you saying? Those 10 minutes of that show, Becca and I were like standing up, freaking out, like, like shook by what was happening. Also, it, like, that was another thing where I'm like, you're a sociopath because yes. his response of like, I love like um, where he said me too, when she just said, I'm the, it's like, he is just hopping now hopping on Anything. some way to relate to her. The aggression of which he was like, yes, when she said that, yeah. like, I'm, I pray, but then I can be a devilish bitch. It was, it was, I think he only hears like the first three words people say to him. Maybe that's what So it she's is. like, sometimes on my, on my knees at church and he's like, same, <laughs> I'm always on my knees at church cut to the teaser for next week he's praying oh. in front of the altar with like the scary like boondock jess, saints music jess what <laughs> i i was so floored by that clip it was like a horror movie it was a horror movie it was a horror like, movie they're making it so scary the the way that sorry to make murder the, jokes again but it's like he's praying at the altar <laughs> and then he's literally going to go skin his victims like it was so it's so he is so scary yeah and I'm sorry. I don't care. Like, sure, he might not actually be that scary in his real life or whatever. But we've thrown around the word dangerous, and I truly believe he is dangerous. Yeah. Well, Hannah, the whole this whole thing wrapped up basically <sighs> with her oh, yeah. being like, I can't give you this rose. Yeah. Show ends. Yeah. And I think you and I are on the same page where we are thinking that maybe she doesn't give him she's she'll say something like i can't give you this rose tonight but i want you to go back to the house and i have to think about it before the next rose ceremony so like she's not securing his spot but she's also not sending him home that's what i'm assuming yeah because then you're seeing clips and she's in a gown per usual that she would normally be in a at a cocktail party and there's altercations happening where like garrett's yelling like tell her the truth and she's upset at all the guys and she's like you guys are making this a hard on me like i'm imagining that she brings Luke back and everyone's mad. Yeah, or and there's he, confrontation. He a, yeah, or and he makes, she's probably stressed because all the guys are making her maybe feel bad for bringing Luke P back. Well, I will tell you this: the way that they cut that episode, uh-huh. they didn't finish their date at all. She just said, "I can't give you this rose," and then the episode virtually ended after that. What if they have sex? Oh my god! Oh <laughs> what god. if? It, what Dude, if all of a sudden oh. he like oh like she's like I can't give this rose and then he starts breaking down and is like I'm gonna be honest. She's with like you. I'm gonna give you my rose though <laughs> my <laughs> my blooming flower. Uh, oh my god! I uh, I don't know because this next episode looked even crazier and I'm like how are they doing this every well, week for me? You, I think this was your original idea, and I think this makes sense. So, when on the one-on-one date, when they said I can't give you, when they usually say I can't give you this rose, and then the person goes home, mm-hmm. right? But if they do get the rose, then they're immune at the rose ceremony. I right. think it's probably just that she doesn't give him the rose 
but she's going to possibly give him a rose at the rose ceremony. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. like we're we're going yeah. to keep you yeah. around. No, I think but you're I'm not right. going to secure your spot. I think you're right. So, oh, I I mean, they're doing it for us every week, man. This is this is the this is. I I made a comment I think saying that this is the most dramatic season, and people were like, "How this is not more dramatic than the fence jump?" And I'm like, "Yes, it is." Jumping a fence is like dramatic for five seconds. Dude, I don't know. Let's this is really dramatic. Ari dumping Becca on live camera. But this is the difference to me. So Ari dumping Becca, Colton jumping a fence. These are moments. Every single episode since episode one of Hannah's season I has been get so dramatic. Like the whole thing is packed with drama to the point where we're not getting to know 70% of the cast. Right. Because there's so much drama happening right. with like 30% of right. it. Right. I mean, Becca's season was such a snooze fest because what was the worst thing we got? Even though I can't stand Chris. I mean, like, really, it was, was that dramatic? Yeah. Give me a break. No, it was so mild in comparison yes. to this season. This is wild. Well, I'm stoked for next week. Me too. All being said. Um, and with that, yeah, with that being yeah. said, check us out on Nick's podcast, yeah. The Vial Files. And we have an interesting conversation about loneliness. And I think that um, everyone will like it. And we also um, will be dropping an episode on Friday morning um, talking about some long term relationship yeah. biz with me and Evan and Becca. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, guys. Love you, broads. Chat soon. Bye. <laughs>